Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ivar's Longbox, the show where we read a random issue of classic Valiant Comics and see if it still holds up today. In today's episode, it's Mac vs. Droid. We're reading Time Walker number four. I'm Josh. I'm Mark. I'm Paul. Oh, wow. That was very long. That well, took a see, long time for you to say that. He was traveling to time to get here. So it took him a while. I see. You'll have to insert that <laughs> ee noise. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll, I'll find the, um, the the Doctor Who sounds. I'll put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> or the uh, the Wayne's World. Hey, both about time travelers in telephone boxes. Yeah. I just blew your mind. Did you know that they're doing a remake of Bill and Ted? That's a terrible idea. Travel in phone boxes. <laughs> Did you know when I was a kid, I watched the Bill and Ted animated series? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I learned about Mark I... Twain. <laughs> I watched that as well. Huh. Did you, or are you just making that up? <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I can just get in my so how about box this, uh, and travel book back book to your, your past. I can find you that. You could. Sure, I can find it on your tooth medicine. Listen. Okay. Fun times for everybody. Anyways, <laughs> so you were so you were going to say, I, I heard you starting to talk about this book. Yeah, I was trying to talk about the comic book we were t- talking about. Uh, so how about this Time Walker, number four? Did you like this, uh, Joshua? Uh, there's lots of yellow in it. You know, I'm kind of over all... the yellow. Are you? Because it's really egregious in this talk. <laughs> <laughs> I've really gotten accustomed to the yellow. Because... Well, just because one of the major characters literally is yellow. <laughs> this is also true. You know what blew my mind? That that character was a Promethean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I caught that. And the Prometheans are in the Time Walker now, which I didn't catch when I was reading mm-hmm. the Time Walker now. But then I was reading this. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was interesting. This. Um, this yeah. Is- and it really hit home when he said that he had to take them to his mistress. Yeah. Yes. Now, where where have we seen her before? Because the we sounded very familiar. Uh, well, we haven't really seen her before, but she's in Time Walker number zero, which comes out after this. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, she shows up. She's like in a panel here and a panel there in the first three issues. Yeah. Um, but uh, especially in issue three, I'm not sure if she's in issue one or two. I can't remember. I can't remember everything. Sure you can. You're an encyclopedia of knowledge. <laughs> Uh, maybe I don't think so, but um, uh, but you really get her in 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 Time Walker number zero. So all those things where he's like, I remember a cage. You see what that's about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero. I get it. That makes sense now. Um, when they, yeah, I mean, when they mention their name, it, it's I guess it's because I've read ahead of this, and maybe that's why the name sounded familiar. Um, How do you pronounce it? Jakartha. Oh. There's no vowels, so... <laughs> well, I mean, I, you don't need vowels to pronounce sounds now, do you? 
I, that's I pretty racist for you to think that. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm a I'm a letter racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a racist against vowels. <laughs> Sometimes I like Y. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the only reason I assume that is uh, because Jakarta is like a city in somewhere Southeast Asia. Yeah. Um, and so I assumed it was pronounced the same. Cool. I'm 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 gonna go with it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad you put that up. I I hadn't made that connection while I was reading Time Walker either until I saw this. I mean, she looks pretty much like the Neela character in, in Ivar, the future Neela. I think the, the Promethean looks a little closer than she might, but um, I, there's definitely, you, you know, you can tell that Venlenti at least read this and then said, well, let's try to make this more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming this is part two? Yeah, number three uh, uh, lays the groundwork for who Mac is and uh, but we don't get the conclusion to this story in the next issue. Um, I th- we get it, I think, oh, jeez, I'm going to talk amongst yourself while I figure out what issue we get the conclusion to the story in. Because, you know, the Time Walker is not in chronological order necessarily, which yes. is a, a cool thing. Yes. Um, now, you mentioned that Zero came out after this. I thought Zero came out after the last issue. Yeah, it did. No, that's what I meant. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, just making sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, Although, chronologically, Zero is the first comic to read in the Valiant Universe. Look at you with your fountain of knowledge. Plus, it's Time Walker number nine where this story is wrapped up. Bam! Got it. <laughs> Got it. Um, I, I can't remember if, if I discussed it in... I think it was actually in the Valiant Central podcast that Paul and I talked about um, a time travel story. You remember when I was talking about that Stormwatch issue, Paul? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you read Stormwatch back in the 90s, Josh. I tried to not read things from Image. Well, Stormwatch is a terrific book, and you should read it. Okay. Um, but anyway, so what Stormwatch did, we were talking about Time Walker, and what Stormwatch did is they published issue 25 – I believe it was between issues 11 and 12, um, and it was a future story, and so that's why the numbering of the issue was in the future. Oh, that's cool. I like it when that yeah. kind of thing happens. Yeah. Well, and see, so at the end, the main character comes back to the past, and so now he's got this knowledge of what happens to him in the future. And so over the next you know, 10 or 15 issues, it's him trying to prevent what he saw in issue 25. That's pretty brilliant, yeah. But it actually happens anyway. And they, when 25 came out, they didn't publish a new story. They just reprinted issue 25 as a second printing. And uh, so the story flows either way regardless of how you read it, um, which I think was really smart, especially for this era and for that type of book. Um, because, you know, Stormwatch was very much like a, a typical superhero title. And uh, you usually don't see that kind of thing there. So it was nice to see. Um, you know, it reminds me kind of like when Valiant did the Rise Zero and all that stuff actually comes true. Uh, same kind of thing. 
And I think it was published a few years after. I think Stormwatch came out in 93, I want to say, 94. Um, so it was interesting. And I like to see that kind of smart storytelling with time travel. And that's kind of what I like about Time Walker. Um, I don't think this particular issue is really a good example of that. Um, but I think overall that's kind of what they try to achieve. You know, like how you were talking about the story isn't really told in yeah. number order. Um, same kind of thing. I think it works really well if you're a fan of the book. Um, it doesn't work as well if you're just popping in. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to just go ahead and say now that for me this doesn't hold up. Um, just because, you know, if we're trying to uh, gauge a book by how it does on its own, then this is not a good book to stand on its own. Or this particular issue, I mean. Paul? See, I think it's very interesting how I view this stuff differently than you guys, because you guys know that in a lot of cases, you know what's coming before, what's coming after, and whatever. And a lot of the time I'm reading these, and I really don't have the anything before or after. Um, you know, I, there's some, going through this issue, there's some stuff that I see the connections to other things, like when he comes back from the uh, Three Musketeers that they did in, uh, in Archer and Armstrong, that's pretty awesome. But otherwise, like, I don't know what happened before this. I don't know what's coming after. I thought this was an enjoyable issue uh, to read, though, even without knowing any of that. Um, and I could see from this issue what you, Josh, saw in this series. Um, so I actually do think it holds up. Oh, interesting. I also think it holds up. Hmm. Oh, Usually it's Paul who's the outlier, but hmm. this time it's Martin. I think there are, <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm always I'm always on the other half though. Like there's not been a time yet. <laughs> Anybody's disagreed with me. Hmm. Well, look That's at just you, crazy I pick sides. <laughs> you just no, I mean, side. this this issue is kind of in the middle for me. Um, there are things that I like about it and things that I don't. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of lazy showing up and there's a T-Rex. You know, that kind of stuff happens. It's a, it's cool, but it's eh. – but I really like the fight in the time arc. Um, I really like the art in that. That's really neat. Uh there's these there's this thread that runs throughout the series where whenever um whenever a woman sees Ivar they're always like he's gorgeous. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's great. Um I wish that Ivar wasn't wearing bluetooth like you know one of those people but <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was before those people were people. <laughs> Yeah. That's who I'm racist against. People who yeah. <laughs> you're racist against people who are people. God, uh, there's a lot of dated references in here, though. Like when he's hanging from the phone cord. Not uh, my modem. Uh, yeah, not my modem cord. Like I was talking to my. I mean, my wife barely remembers modems. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I was a huge nerd back in back in the day too. So. You know, I was but hanging out on AOL chats when I was like 13, 14, so I remember like 96 baud modems, you know? But this was kind of before, like that was, at least for me it was. I didn't have, I, I didn't have AOL and the internet until I was in, in high school. I read this in middle school, I think, so. 
this this came out what year? Ninety four, five. Uh, it came out in ninety four, but the story is set in ninety six. I think, right? Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. Ninety three. Yeah, I guess this would have been before I was on AOL. I think I got on there when I was like fourteen. Um, so I was probably. Yeah, I think it was freshman year in, in high school, so I was about 14. But I, I do like it, and I I really like this character. And even there are there are issues of the series that are way better, and there are a couple issues that are not better. Um, but I, I like them all because I just love time travel stories. It's just my thing. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and also, you know, Bob Hall wrote it, and and Don Perlin did the art, and those are classic Valiant guys, right? You know, this is very, very classic Valiant in that sense. Um, and so, you know, these were the books when I was a kid that I reread the most. So when we, you know, read the the Bloodshot the other day, you know, the other week, and and the Solar the other week. Those are books that I've – that might have been my fourth time reading it. But with this, I read that Time Walker series, I don't know, a dozen times at least when I was a kid and, and several times since. So I really got that nostalgia feel when I was reading this. So just for that alone, it's a pass. <laughs> <laughs> I am not objective. <laughs> Yeah, see, I think I think the, this particular issue picked up for me um, around the same place it did for you when they start when they start fighting in the time arc. Yeah, um, and they're kind of really exaggerated, kind of abstract. Yeah, yeah that uh, was really cool. Yeah, is that that's the same artist, right? Still Perlin. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I like that, and I'm gonna disagree with you. I enjoyed the part with the dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaurs are cool. It's just kind of easy. Well, I mean, also, there's the whole issue like. You know, was our planet in? I it. <laughs> I don't know how the time arcs work. <laughs> you know, how does he not end up over oceans? If yeah. the Earth is rotating around the sun, how does he know to have his time arc go to that right spot? <laughs> like he's not only moving around the planet, but also around the orbit of the sun. So when I really start to think about that kind of stuff, my head hurts. And and then I, I'm glad that they had the time arc off the ground because you yes. know there was there's more Earth now. I mean, built up. Yes. So. Uh, but I mean, he's he's got the compass, right? So, yes. I mean, that's what he would use the compass for to find exactly where to land. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess yeah. you're overthinking all this. This issue was great because of yellow and dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, I love your thinking, dude. <laughs> this issue is great despite yellow and because of dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus the mythological reference of Prometheus. That was yeah. cool. Uh-huh. Um, I think uh, that's something that this whole series did pretty well, is uh, bringing kind of historical things into the book and making them make sense in the context of the book and in what actually happened. Uh, so that was cool. Do we have any final thoughts on this book? 
I'm looking forward to reading more of this. And I'm almost up to the uh, the issue of Archer and Armstrong, the Three Musketeer issue. I'll actually be reading that pretty soon. Nice. Um, and I've I've been very much looking forward to that. So seeing the reference to it in this made me happy. Nice. Yeah, and the whole series is not very long either. So um, if you like Ivar now, it'd be well worth checking this out. Um, I think in a lot of respects, it's even better. Um, a little dated at times, but you know, better. You think this is better than Ivar Time Walker now? Uh, aside from issue one and five, yes. Wow. Yep. Strong words. Yep. I thought issue four was good as well in the current run. Um, I, oh, and it's yeah, not that I thought two. I didn't think two and three was bad. I just felt like uh, one showed a lot of promise, and two and three just. I progressively cared less about everybody in the book because it wasn't giving me a reason to. Four started in the right direction, and five really got interesting. Yep. Wow. Now I'm ho- I'm hoping it continues in the upward trend. I think I think Fred Van Lente was laying a lot of groundwork in the first three issues well, that I, we I, I will think, now reap the rewards of. I think that's why you and I kind of dislike two and three more, uh, is because there is a lot of just kind of fill in and background. Um, whereas four and five are a lot more character centric. Yeah. Especially the Neela issue. You know, that was, that was yeah. my favorite. Um, it, yeah. Before. It really made you care about Neela, who yeah. was a character that you didn't know at all yep. uh, before this. And then, uh, yeah, five, just, just with the introduction of the brothers, you knew, see, I, I don't even think five was really a great issue. If you just look at it on its own, but just the promise of the brothers coming was the beginning of that. Um and then six, I just think it you know keeps on going in the right direction. Yeah, I mean five was pretty hilarious to me, and that's why I enjoyed it. You know. Yeah, I had some issues with five. I, don't, I still don't think it was bad, but I just thought that uh, Eternal Warrior was written like he talked, just like Ivar talks, yeah. and I didn't I didn't care for that. I I don't think that's how Eternal Warrior would talk. I mean, whatever, that's fine. You could be wrong. Um. Yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap this book up. I'm right this time. Let's let's wrap it up. I mean, we already said how we feel about the book, so you guys think it holds up. You can find Josh on Twitter at (laughs) IWantValiant. Don't you want to know what the next episode is? Yeah, Paul. Yes. What is the next episode? The people people read along with us, I hope. I don't even know if people listen to us. There are some people that actually do read along with us. That's awesome. I think most people just listen. Either way, tweet us. Let's find out what the next book is. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful typing, Josh. Very effective. Uh, It's going to be Exo Man of War number 10. Woo! From? (laughs) Wait. Don't say acclaim. Acclaim. Acclaim Exo Man of War number 10. The killer of joy. All right, thanks for listening to the final episode of Ivar's Longbox. Nope. <laughs> nope, not yet. <laughs> All right, I'll read it. That's fun. Hey, I'm on Twitter at I Want Valiant. Hey, I'm on Twitter at Geekvine. I am on Twitter at Who's Paul. And make sure you find this show and all the other shows that we're a part of at NerdyLegion.com. Uh, I guess the pilot for your new show came out today, Josh. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just the 
It's just an iTunes playsetter. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. It's, I can't wait to download and listen. It's three minutes. You could probably handle it. You could do could. it while we go to the bathroom. But you get a sense of what you know what I'm hoping the show will be, and uh, and the next episode will be longer. Great. Well, I started work on episode two of Comically, so that's nice. I will be doing Ant Man. I've decided. Thank you, Josh. Oh, awesome. Yep. It's been interesting. Um, so look for that. That's going to be it for us this week. And until the next time, make sure you email us, iversslongbox at gmail.com. This is what we say at the time that the show ends, right? No, you ruined it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to keep all that in, though. <laughs>